was your time today? 28.18. So I barely, I made it like two minutes before the cutoff is supposed to be. I never remember what my time is, but I think it was like 26, yeah. 25 or you something like that. You finished before me. And I was like, I can't be the last one to finish. Please no, please no. No, it doesn't matter if you're the last one to finish. I, You were doing hard stuff. I was only doing... Uh-uh, I was not lifting. You were lifting 20, 40 more pounds than I was. Yeah, but that's only one. One rep. We were doing exactly the same workout. I don't think so, because you were doing the pike push-up things and i was doing the press i think that's harder i I think that's harder because it it, my arms hurt once i get up i can do the upside down push-up thing but when i cannot do that over the head dumbbell thing oh after like five my uh, my arms start to shake and i'm like (gasps) if i drop this on myself i i'll die knock knock yourself in the head i don't know it's intimidating a little bit sage has now done how like five workouts something like that yeah this was my fifth one to this morning because i'm trying to do four a week Mm -hmm. that's a lot to start i i don't know last when i told the coach that i was taking the that wasn't going to be the next day or i she asked me she's like so uh next week we're going to shoot for five right and i was like five days okay (laughs) i can try but i'd like to have one day off in the weekend no you're the boss you tell her no Wednesday is my rest day. I like her. She's intense. I love Leah. Yeah. She's awesome. All right. Here we are. We're not a CrossFit podcast. We might be though. We have a I professional. You, I noticed you don't have a. We have a professional CrossFitter who? Savannah. Savannah. <laughs> Hello. Oh yeah. We have a guest today. <laughs> Welcome to 95 Bellew. Oh. We're back in action. We're off from vacation. I'm not. I'm still on vacation. I'm back in it. <laughs> I'm back on the corporate grind. And 12 to 8. 12 to 8. Working 9 to 5. Anything you can put in the... We are back in corporate America, folks. And we have a guest today. Miss Savannah Johnson, my sister. Hello. One so, of my sisters. Savannah owns a CrossFit gym. I, I do. It's <laughs> called... What's it? Panda. Savannah and Sydney call it Panda Express. You're going to Panda Express? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to Panda Express. Five in the morning. It's going to Panda Express. Five AM Panda run. Oh, I hate running. I don't mind running, but it tires me out mm-hmm. fast. We were just talking about it the other day. Yeah. When, like people cross the street, it's the most embarrassing thing when like they're waiting. There's like a bunch of cars at the stoplight, uh-huh, and there's and like you have to run. people running across the street. <laughs> <laughs> there's like those like unspoken, embarrassing things that you do in life. Like, like uh, one of the ones that I see all the time is like walking back after you bowl. Like when you throw when you bowl, and then you have to walk back to the to the team. You have to turn around and come back to the team. That's embarrassing. It's so em- like it's a secondhand embarrassment. That's just why is that embarrassing for no reason at all? But it is, <laughs> it is. walking across a crosswalk why is it so embarrassing it makes no sense like everyone does it it's a thing like why is that even why would that be I think embarrassing we need to have a survey of who actually thinks that that's embarrassing besides you two i think cakes. a lot of people do it's like the secondhand like unspoken embarrassment that's this thing there's a ton more like i, I don't, don't know. find either one of those things embarrassing really no it's just like a wee awkward thing that you have to do I, I mean, like, why. I guess if you throw the bowling ball in the gutter, you're kind of like doing a walk of shame. But other than that, it's just like that initial turnaround. I don't know why. 
Or like one's like school clothes shopping. Why is that so embarrassing? embarrassing? Why is that so embarrassing? It is. Why? You because you are a fruitcake. That's not embarrassing. It's I don't know. School clothes shopping. Are you guys? You don't even have to school clothes shop anymore, huh? Except for you. Yeah, Sydney's (laughs) the only one in school these days. Man, I want to go school clothes shopping. Uh Uh, I hate it. I hate shopping. I hate everything about it. I just want people to send me things and then I'll figure out if they, if I don't like them, I'll send them back. If I like them, I'll keep them. <laughs> I don't want to pick out anything. I don't want to do any of that. You're weird. I guess so. Do you think school clothes shopping is embarrassing, Santa? Like when you try on the clothes, it's when you try on the clothes. Yeah. The dressing rooms are the worst. Uh-huh. Dressing rooms are horrible. I think. And you have to walk out and show your uh-huh. mom. Yeah. And, and then, then she's like not paying attention. So you're trying to find her. You're, <laughs> like, you're like, mom. mom. <laughs> does this look good like do you like this uh-huh. and she's like i'm looking at something else and you kind of kind of waddle outside of the and room. like the school we went to no one else wears uniforms except for us when we were when like we were really school. little yeah and we had to wear like uniforms so we were the only kids in the dressing rooms like old navy that uh-huh. would be in like getting a button-up polo hot pink button-up. yeah <laughs> oh and the khakis you had to wear khakis and a button-up polo or skirts. <laughs> yeah girls, girls had to to, on chapel days <laughs> on wednesdays girls had to wear skirts or a dress mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah and that boys, wasn't even that long ago. No, it wasn't. And boys had to wear. You guys uh, should be proud of how school, how far that school. Kingston can have colored hair. I know. Well, I remember when we were able to buy like different kinds of shoes, because I remember I went to Payless with my mom, and I was oh, like, Payless. I was like, Mom, all my friends have these really cool Spider-Man shoes, and I was like, so I went and bought Spider-Man light-up Velcro shoes, and those Whoa. were like the coolest things ever. <laughs> yeah, it was. I wish they intense. made light-up shoes in my size. They probably do. They probably do Kinda on like, Amazon. It's like the Crocs version of the for pla- people. Platform Crocs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, does that mean upscale? Because I know that you love Crocs. So oh, I love Crocs. So it's like the it's like the adult version of a light up shoe. Oh. Would be the equivalent. <laughs> like a kid's light up running shoe would be like an adult Croc. It's like that equivalent. But yeah, we used oh, to have to wear geez. uniforms. We had chapel every Wednesday that we had to like. You had to dress up for chapel. Mm-hmm. Like with a tie? Yes, boys. Guys had to wear ties. Oh wow, I was joking. No, we're not joking. We ha- it was intense. Yeah. My class was the first class. We decided it was me and like Kayla, Nat, and Sean, and like there was a couple other people, and we wrote a peti- Like we wrote up an actual petition to argue with the school board that we should be allowed to wear hats to school. So this was when we were in junior high. <laughs> our teacher let us like take a class a couple class periods and help us helped us write up like a here's why we need to be allowed to wear hats here's the benefits here's the pros here's the like we came up with like this whole thing mm-hmm. and then we wrote into the board basically which consisted of my grandma kayla's grandma and a few other people oh my goodness and they scheduled us a day that we had to go to a board <clears throat> meeting and present our argument to mm-hmm. them that and was they, before i was on the board yeah because i would have voted no why I'm just, just, <laughs> just to like mess with us no but it like that's funny we still couldn't wear them during chapel days we could only wear them unless you were kayla and it was a beanie yeah so certain people got privileged it's okay <laughs> but like and it depended on the teacher too so certain teachers would allow it and other teachers wouldn't like mr vice no well, oh, yeah. he would never allow a hat in this class super old school it's okay. It's his rule. It's whatever. It's his class. He Some teachers let you eat in class. Some teachers didn't let you eat in class. It's fine. That's funny. But yeah, we went to an odd little school. Mm-hmm. Very like I graduated with one other person. Savannah graduated with two other people. Yeah. Like very odd. When I tell people that, they're like, you're joking, right? Like that's not real life. 
were you homeschooled like, no no, no homeschooled actually, i wasn't either. i wasn't homeschooled no i wasn't i'm trying to remember I, if i know who, where, is it I sean, sean that you graduated? Yeah, me and sean oh, okay. graduated together. i feel like i went to your graduation you did you spoke at it i think i don't think so i think no uh-uh Oh, okay. Maybe you did it. You were there uh-uh. for sure. And you... I spoke at did Savannah's. Did you mine? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, and Chloe's, but not yours. Hmm. But yeah, we've our school's come a long way mm-hmm. with allowing certain things. That's kind of cool. For sure. Yeah. They've adapted. They've... So now do you have workout hats? Because I noticed you were working out like... And I was sweating buckets this morning. Oh, like yeah. My whole entire head was soaking wet. Oh, I was drenched. So did you... <laughs> do you have like a workout hat now? I do. He was I doing a- push a hand like upside down push ups with a hat on. What was I supposed to do? Take it off? Yes. Why? Because that's normal. No, I don't want to have crazy hair. Who? Yeah. Okay. No, and the hat makes. Did you, you feel- see my hair at the end? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, oh yeah, I think we should probably tell people that we're joking oh, that Savannah hi. actually she doesn't, doesn't want to crossfit gym. gym. Who knows? One day. One day, you never know. Entrepreneur. Goal. You probably should come and do a workout for us. Have you ever done a workout? Like a CrossFit, a crossfit workout. workout? No, no, no. Like a CrossFit <laughs> yeah. workout. No, um, I've never done CrossFit. But I, I want to do either. Soul Cycle. I want to do it. Oh, yeah. Me too. Inten- That'd be fun. scary. I think it'd be so much fun. You need a Peloton. I want to get one. They're pretty rad. Oh, what if you just go to someplace else where they have one? Well, you could do that too. Because I, I would want the trainer. That's the thing. Like, I'm not motivated mm-hmm. to do it myself usually. Unless it's Me like neither. hiking or running or something like that. I'll do. But like, I never I will push myself as much as a trainer will push me. No. Because and I have to be accountable like... Uh, if I sign into for class the night before or the day before or whatever, and I don't show up, I'm I don't I want love that. I don't want to disappoint the instructor or taking someone else's spot in class that mm-hmm. could have gone. Like that's not fair for me to do. So it makes me it's get like up. It's like such a mental thing. For Cause, sure, yeah. Because when I, because when I sign up for class, like the day before, like I'm going, mm-hmm. and then I wake up at five, and then I sign in, and then I'm really going. Oh, I sign up immediately the night before. I sign in. Oh, I sign in in the morning after oh, I wake nope. up. But anyways, mm-hmm. this is not a CrossFit pa- podcast. So anyway. But it's what we're doing. And it's a, <clears> it's. <throat> I feel great. Like my week last week was really productive because I'm up at five mm-hmm. and then I'm do I'm going to the gym and then I'm going I'm for an hour or hour plus or whatever. And then I have the whole rest of the day before I have to even be to work at noon. Like I can go walk Daisy or do laundry or do all this stuff but before. not read a book that's for sure no i will never read a book <laughs> <laughs> You're i'm trying i'm trying i'm really trying to read uh, my books i just finished a book today mm-hmm. we're working through a book by Aaron mcmanus have you even started it yeah i started the first chapter and that's about it oh i didn't know that i yeah. read like chapter five i think yesterday yeah i'm behind <clears throat> i know which I, one I, uh i'm Unstop- wide awake it's so I good i want to say unstoppable love and that's not the one <laughs> wide, yeah, awake. wide awake it's good and i just pre-ordered uh the genius of jesus oh snap me too yeah. gonna be good. I, I know i'm so excited about that <gasps> i'm gonna listen to the podcast too I, I don't i haven't been able to find it it's like the genius of and i'm super excited i have i don't think they made it yet not yet but it like he, has he made a little up. intro yeah. though yeah. so that you can oh okay listen to it and follow he it he has like what ed my he has the lady who started army mm-hmm. uh something lorenzo jerry lorenzo's is it's not his mm-hmm. sister it's not his wife it's either his sister or someone who has the fear of god he has the fear of god line and then mm. he has a, a an olympian that's lined up and then he said he, they, he said they have like a, a someone that's really like crazy and i have a feeling i know who it is but i don't oh, know barack obama oh michelle obama oh okay. i think it's michelle what did you why do you think of rock i don't know 
I was just That's spitballing. So I because I, they talk about Michelle a lot, and <laughs> their his publisher, Erwin's publisher, is the same as Michelle Obama's <gasps> publisher. Oh well, they're practically best friends. Uh, basically, so I was like, I bet you with Michelle Obama, and how they cool, probably call each other. How at home cool and have is each other that? Over for dinner. I was like, dang, that will be a good podcast. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I'm listen to that one too. Because that she's crazy. It's called the genius of the, mm-hmm. that podcast by Erwin McManus. Erwin <clears throat> Raphael McManus. I'm pretty so, exciting. Me too. Yeah. I just finished Rory Vaden Take the Stairs and it is so good. What is it like? Is it? It's just, it's leadership like. or uh, Building your life. And it's, you know, Erwin, Mc, or Erwin McManus kind of focuses on like creativity and that type of stuff. But Rory yeah. Vaden focuses on like. He talks about vision, visioneering. He talks about how to build your schedule, how to um, like how to do the things that you that to have a life that other people don't have. Then you have to do do things that other people don't want to do. And so there's probably like seven or eight different little sections or whatever. It's really good yeah. though. But I just and I just finished it. And I actually went back and reread two or three of the chapters two or three times just to kind of get the. Yeah, it'll probably be one of those that I read. Just to check in and just make sure that I'm kind of, you know, you read a book and you don't really remember all of it. Oh, every book I've ever read. <laughs> Literally, I don't retain that stuff for some reason. I don't know why. It's so good, though. And like I have already started putting some of the principles and the practices in place. Oh, cool. So, cause it was, it, Have you ever seen the thing where or have you ever heard the story of the professor that like has the jar and he puts the big rocks in the jar and he's like ask the class is this jar full and they're like yes and then he puts like some smaller pebbles oh. in and then and then he asks the class are, are these things or now is it full and they're like yep it's full and then he pours sand in and then he goes okay now is it full and they're like yes and then he pours i think some water mm-hmm. in or something and so he's basically that whole thing with regards to scheduling your life is like taking your kind of five fundamental things, your faith and family and fun and um, like things that you want to accomplish and <clears throat> like your workout, mm-hmm. things that you've decided that are important to you to to build those in as the rocks and then fill in the smaller stuff like checking your email and, you know, and then fill in your, your smaller and your smaller yeah. stuff so that eventually you're you're finding your time, finding time even for your time wasters, which... For me, for a while, it was TikTok, but currently it isn't. Are you done with TikTok? <laughs> You're off it? No, I mean, I still have it. I I watched like three videos today and then turned it off because... You were going to get in a loop, in a hole? <laughs> yeah. Fast. I know. Tell me about it. So, so yeah, it was pretty cool. And even when I even when I joined the gym, because I was just like, man, I'm so busy. How am I going to fit any more things in my life? I was like, okay, I, I know that I want to get healthy and I know mm-hmm. that I want to be around for a long time. And so I just told Thomas, I'm just like, I'm not going to get any less busy. So I guess I should start uh, scheduling it like, yeah. like, like work. That's the crazy part where it's like, okay, how in the world can I possibly fit one more thing into my day? Which, and you're busier, you're a lot busier than me. And I still, I'm like, I don't know how I could fit more I things I don't produce two podcasts, so I just talk on them. But what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but you're speaking and you're doing a lot of things that require a lot of time and energy and yeah preparation and things like that you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and but when you when you set your mind to something you can definitely like i could i talk about reading all the time but i'm not really setting my mind to do it i could totally find the time to do it yeah i mean i just scheduled being able to go to the gym pretty much every single day in my you know i just have to wake up a couple hours earlier and boom there you go Mm -hmm. and i already am seeing the benefits of it like i'm already feeling so much healthier and so much 
like it's just rolling into my eating habits like i'm i'm eating I'm, you know the way i'm eating the way i'm like thinking because not when i'm in the middle of the workout upside down trying to do a handstand push-up or on the on the thing you know whatever but i'm not thinking in my head oh my head space is so free right now but when i get home and i think about like my day like it, it really frees up my head to, yeah. and that's definitely something i know that i need in my life and we talked sure. about that like Heck creating yeah. healthy habits and mm -hmm. like finding these things that open up our our head spaces to be able to think like you're not worrying about anything at all except for that bar i love it i'm not thinking of my phone weight. i'm not thinking of the work my work mm. day I'm not thinking of how busy it's going to be at work. I'm not thinking of literally anything. You're not worrying at all. I'm just trying to get through that. And it's, I love it. And that's why I feel like when I'm hiking, yeah. I love it. Especially when it's at a really intense hike. I'm not <gasps> like thinking. Like the Delta Lake one? How was oh, it? Oh, the Delta. Now we are, it back you are a survivor. Delta. You are a survivor. I'm a Delta, Delta Lake survivor. I'm a survivor. <laughs> I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor of the Delta. You're a, I, I feel like you're a survivor. Both of y'all are survivors of going on vacation with Sage. Yeah. Next time we'll have to think about it a little bit more than just saying yes. You have to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Well, I have because that at first when we said yes, he was like, oh, you don't have to go. You know, our friend Savannah was like, I'm not going to go so we can just hang out. Whatever. It was initially going to be me and Wene and yeah. whoever else wanted to Wene, do it. But then we got like, there. She is like an intense crazy person mm -hmm. when it comes to hiking like she is everywhere so she's like visa she's everywhere we want to be <laughs> there we go. just kidding no. anyway then we got there uh-huh and they were like okay we're all going on the delta we're like no we're waking up at four in the morning and we're gonna uh -huh. we have to be there at six and then we have to be at the trailhead at six we got there at like six twelve. i was very happy and it's not a little hike i'm i'm on like I'm no. gonna be tell honest. us about it savannah we hiked. We rock climbed. <laughs> Did you have to slide down on your butts? Ba oh, there is one part that you kind of do, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, there was one point when I was like, okay, I'm a human. I'm not made to do what mountain goats are made to do. <laughs> You're like, I don't have hooves. Yeah, right. <laughs> or I only have two legs. Yeah, and I was like, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> no, and he's like, oh. They kept saying it the whole time. Like it, like it was an inspirational thing. Once you get to the top, you'll believe in Jesus again. Once you get up past that <laughs> like, last no. ridge, you'll see that Delta. You'll see the Grand and you'll see Delta Lake and you'll say, oh, God, there he is. There is a God. He is create that the creator of the universe is right here. I can see him. You'll believe in God when you get over that last hump. And did you? And is that what happened? I already did believe in God. <laughs> you did it. It's confirmation yeah it, it was beautiful, it's beautiful. It, but it's, I, it's amazing i probably wouldn't do it again but it was beautiful i'm gonna plan the next time i go back know, that we're going again i want to fly over that because that Ooh, would be really beautiful to yeah. fly over it with like renee be like, <laughs> what, shout out renee <laughs> if you ever want to take a fly over the delta just a little helicopter ride i'm down cool. <laughs> maybe not another hike but a fly yes oh maybe she could drop you in oh like on a ladder and you could camp <laughs> <laughs> dangling savannah 50 feet below the helicopter like dipping her in the water it's like a big pond too so there's like not enough room to like fly on the ladder it's like it's, like it's, like just it's okay it's not a little pond it's a giant <laughs> but it's like, not a huge like lake no I don't know. It but it's up like, on top of a mountain it, that's not normal like that's not like it's fed by glaciers yes i know it's oh that beautiful. sounds cold it's freezing. It was freezing you don't swim in it and you two of them jumped in and i was like i'm not doing that no and two of them jumped in and they were like literally like 
chattering their teeth <laughs> because it was so did cold. Did you jump in? No, but I watched them. We dipped our hands in and it, it was is cold. it is shockingly cold. That's yeah. hilarious. But it, it's amazing. I uh, So your vacation, what's your ideal vacation, Savannah? Well, when I think about vacation, I'm like, oh, like most of the time I'm like, I need to work really hard for a long period of time. And then I'll be like, okay, then I vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's like what makes it worth it, right? Mm -hmm. uh-huh. To yeah. me, at least. So I'm like, oh, I want to like relax. Maybe not Hawaii. Like, I don't know. Like, I keep thinking about I'm that I'm going trip. back and forth from Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii in next year. <gasps> I love Hawaii. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't know. There's just so many places in the U.S. I want to go and like that is in the U.S. It, it is, but I mean like a city. Like I want to go to New York and stuff like that. Like yeah. I really oh, want to experience yeah. that. Like I've never gone, so mm -hmm. I think that to me would be a vacation because I'm like I get to explore like different cities and towns and areas of the city and mm -hmm. I don't know stores and I like that stuff mm -hmm. more than being out in nature because I, I like seeing people and like different people, different cultures and like seeing the things in the city that those cultures have created. I don't know. To me, that's like inspiring. Mm -hmm. So like that helps me to be inspired as well. Mm -hmm. So I like that. Interesting. Because that is not my... I, I know. You I'm, want the I'm, in, <laughs> I'm like, I'm part, I'm both. But I think I'm mostly nature because I've gone to Vegas. Like I've got, I think we talked about this. I've gone to yeah. Vegas and everything in Vegas is like person made. Mm -hmm. Like it's super beautiful and like, all the, what the they transform the insides of the casinos to look like whatever they want them to look like but yeah which is not my thing but i do love exploring i d i've gone to new york city and we just walked down whatever street we felt like why pop ate wherever we wanted we didn't plan anything yeah. like oh we find ourselves in the neatest little places and meeting really neat people and asking asking people directions like asking local people like what they do and that type of stuff so i like to go into like towns and cities and stuff and like not do touristy stuff but do like what the people that live there do yeah and yeah and that type of stuff so i i think i'm kind of both i i do love that but like toes in the beach drinks in my hand <laughs> that's totally like <laughs> hawaii <laughs> yeah. but but i also do love to explore hawaii has some cool i've been looking Hawaii has some really cool hiking trails and like in the oh jungle. Oh my gosh, they're amazing. And you can do like kayaking there and paddle boarding. And that's the kind of like I love lounging on the beach, but I would much rather be like in a kayak on a paddle board, just kind of floating around. You don't have, I don't need to be like crazy, <laughs> but it would, I like that. I don't know. No, I'm, a, I'm such a like lounge. Yeah. Chill on the sand with a book. Yeah. No. <laughs> But I like exploring and adventures too. What island are you guys thinking about going? Uh, Kauai, I think. Oh, I, love I think Kauai. we're going That's my favorite. to. Uh, what's it? It was another Honolulu. Hale oh yeah, Hale you guys will love that. Honolulu Bay or something. Honolulu Bay. Yeah, we're. Go I think my mom yeah. was looking at houses there. We're gonna go, hopefully, with my our cousins Tyler and Mariah, and then their mom and dad, my aunt and uncle too. So that'll be really fun because they've gone there a few times. I think they've gone there like three or four times. Mm -hmm. and they they go back to the same place and they really like it so we're yeah, just gonna it's, it's awesome for sydney's graduation present because <gasps> every exciting. every year my parents my graduation present was to go to hawaii 
And then we went to Montana instead to drop me off at internship. Uh-huh. Savannah's graduation present was to go to Hawaii, but we went to Arizona to drop her off in uh, <laughs> yeah. Hillsong. So Sydney might be the only one that we actually get to go to Hawaii for. <laughs> Sydney's like, I'm not trying to mess with this, man. I like, I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm going to Hawaii. Y'all are dumb. <laughs> So they've oh, been goodness. trying for years to take to go, but every time we have something else come up. That's funny. So, but what are we talking about today? Because we have our guest. New York City. Yes. New York. <laughs> we wanted to bring Savannah on. Well, she's kind of just like, it was a last minute, like, you should be on our podcast. Like, it'd be fun to have you. Cause and you're... she actually said yes, because we've asked her before, but she's always like, I know, no, we've man. asked a few people, and they were like, mm, no, not yet. And we're like, okay, all right, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it, yeah, cool. Uh, I'm so... like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you are fresh off, or freshly back from Bethel's School of Worship, yes. Light It Up. And we kind of wanted, we thought it'd be fun to kind of just hear about that, what you've learned, and then you're also going to Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. Yes. That's a mouthful. Bethel School of Wizard, Wizardry and Hogwarts, basically. Mm-hmm. So that will be in August. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of want, I think, because we're talking about, we're kind of doing another extension of Dreamers and Doers mixed with, we kind of want to talk about vision and how we, how we vision our, like envision our, like our, our daily lives and that type of just kind of like our mission and visions for life and how we go about that so i wanted to hear like do you want to you want savannah to tell who tell them who she is oh yeah tell us who you are i guess who are you savannah my name is savannah or sav johnson savvy savvy um what else you work oh, at Starbucks. I work at Starbucks. You How long have you been a worship leader? Oh, yeah. Pizza I'm a worship Co. leader at the world-famous Journey. The Humble Humble. <laughs> 95 Bellevue. Where 95 at, Bellevue is yeah, yes, located. In our office. Uh-huh. Our, our recording studio. Our recording studio. <gasps> um, Patent pinning. I think I've been worship leading f- since I was like 13 or 14. At NLCS. So I started actually by being forced by Sage. He for he signed me up. I didn't want to do it. She said so. We had a worship team <laughs> at school, and everyone like Susan Nat gets everyone somehow if they have any type of talent at all, or they she's like you know how to hit something. You you, you play drums. Come on. Yeah. She gets you on the team. And Savannah, I knew she could sing, but I wasn't sure. I didn't know what. But Susan was like, do you want to you know you want to play or sing or whatever? And she's like, no. And I told Susan, I said, she can sing, get her on the team. And so oh my gosh. Susan This was is probably like, the last time you were able to actually strong arm her into stuff because I've seen you try to strong arm her <laughs> into stuff since then. Because you've been leading worship here since you were like 14, yeah. 15, something like that. Yeah. And I think you've been doing it for a couple of years before that. So, cause, and I've seen you try to be like strong arm her to do stuff. And she's like, nope. She is mm-hmm. stubborn when she wants to I had to learn how to say no because I used to That's always healthy, say yes. That's healthy, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. Tell your story. I don't know. I mean, I... You were forced onto the worship I team by your older brother. Willing, against my will. Oh, my God. join the worship <laughs> team. And then the forced? next week... Yeah. And I was then, forced onto the worship team, too, by Rodney, so... Really? Yes. <laughs> I did not want to be a worship leader at all i did not want to sing in front of people but anyway so so you were forced i was forced against my will 
to join NLCS worship when I was like 13. And then from, I guess just from then on, like, well, that's how like I started doing it, I guess. And mm-hmm. like learning how to, Mrs. Nat is the best music teacher there mm-hmm. is. On the whole planet. Probably. Yes. Honestly. So I think she taught me a lot about um, being like believing in myself for one. Mm-hmm. That's where you need to start. I think when you are a creative in any area is believing in yourself first, because if you don't believe in yourself then you're not going anywhere, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially That's when good. others get in the way of that. So I think that she taught me what how do you to mean do that. By that. Like, what do you mean? Like, by that? like any negative is what I mean. Like negative, if anything negative comes at you, like, and you don't believe in yourself, mm-hmm. then you're not really going anywhere from there. Cause then you're always second guessing yourself Yeah. and you're always thinking, Oh, well that person said that. So maybe I shouldn't. So it must be true. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So I think that that's a great place to start mm-hmm. is believing in yourself or have someone there leading you that believes in you more than you believe in yourself. That's awesome. I think she taught me that first without even saying that she taught me that because she was, I I would would pick a song and she'd be like, you can do it. Yeah. Even, yeah. Here's a CD I made you. She burnt like 15 songs from like Bethel and like Jesus culture onto this one. She gave me like two CDs Mm -hmm. with like Kim Walker Smith, Smith, Brian K. Torwalt, all Mm -hmm. those things, Jen Johnson. And I loved all the songs. I remember I fell in love with the songs. And I was like, these are my favorite songs ever. Mm-hmm. I listened to them. I had this old karaoke machine <laughs> that my grandpa got me for my birthday when I was like 13. Aww, and they had like a CD player and I like had to shut the door and like hit play. Uh-huh, and you could hear, it made that. the little like buzzing noise uh-huh. where it would like go around. And like I had to wait for it to play. And like I remember I'd be in my room with like the microphones and I would pretend that I was like this rock star like upstairs. That is so cool. To worship music and yeah. So do you imagine yourself like on stage and stuff? Yeah, I would. I'd be like, cause I knew like from then I was like, I want to be involved with something like this for uh-huh. like the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So from then I, in my room, I would just, that was like my, my stage was cause I have my room upstairs where mm-hmm. Sydney is now. And I remember it was like, that is my like dream <laughs> stage upstairs. Yeah. Cause I had everything. I had all the costumes and like, I would do quick jam. changes Whoa, and like I yeah. pretend that I was like a pop star and like that's what I want to do. Like I just I remember thinking that in my head like I want to do this, so I'm gonna just do it now. You know, like this is where I can start that. I love. And that. I think that's what built up like courage in me and like believing in myself and like all that stuff to being like I can do this. Yeah, you just know, visualizing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would dream and all that stuff about it. That and everyone so tells you that you have an awesome voice. I'm sure. Is it? You hear that a lot, I'm, ass- I'm assuming. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think when I was younger, I heard that more, you know, but I don't know. It's not that's not really what I think about now when I sing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really pay attention to that anymore because mm-hmm. it's not really about that for me. Any at one point it was because I was like, oh, like kind of just starting out like, oh, am I? Can I do this? You know, yeah. like once I got actually on a stage mm-hmm. in front of people and like when we did like parades and like the CD and like oh, yeah. all that stuff and like the waterfront and like, I was like, can I do this? And then people would say stuff like that. Wow. You know, you have something. And then years on down the road and kind of people wouldn't say that anymore. Mm-hmm. That's where I had to learn to be like, that's when I really had to put that believing in myself in place and into wow. action because I had to be like, 
okay, if I can believe in myself now and no one is saying that, mm -hmm. then I know I got this for the long haul. Wow, I love that. So, yeah. That's I really think that good. you're not only an amazing voice, but you are an amazing person. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's cool that, that you have that dream in your heart and that you visualize that. But you're kind of introverted. Like, you're kind of shy. Very. Like, no, I wouldn't say I'm shy. I would just say I'm like, I just keep to myself. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm not the first person to just blurt out or go run and give someone a hug. Even though totally. I sometimes I wish I was. Yeah. But, like, then again, I'm like, wait, that's not who I am, though. You know, like. I am kind of the way I am for a reason because mm -hmm. it's just who God created me to be. But, mm -hmm. and I've had to learn to accept that too. So you're not even like out there trying to get attention. You're just not like, at all. like, in fact, you probably don't really like, I don't care for attention. it. Like I would rather just <laughs> do my thing. And like, if I could like my whole life, I would just like make songs on garage band and like <laughs> listen to them in my headphones and that'd yeah. be fine for me. Like for my, the rest of my life. But like, I don't want to just do that. I want to like do my own thing and like eventually do stuff like that. You want to grow. When did and you like find learn. out? Yeah. When did you figure out that you were just like in love with leading worship? Hmm. Probably. I think when I came here to the journey, I really found out that I loved it. Like, not just because I love singing, but because something happened here. Mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. so different and like so amazing that I can't really even explain it's just a feeling holy spirit mm -hmm. oh, but God. Oh, but no really like I think this was the first time that like I was able to let go of like everything yeah. and I was just able to just I think worship and find out what that meant to me I think, yeah, definitely it was here at the journey that I found out that I really love just being a worship leader because mm -hmm. it was fun and it was free. And it's different with adults rather than a bunch of kids that have yeah. to be there. Like it's adults that want to be here. Yeah. And I, yeah. I feel like it's, I, although I feel like kids are probably harder. But I remember seeing like you change like just in the few years that I knew you um, leading worship at chapel and stuff like going from just sort of like I'm standing there in front of a mic singing to mm -hmm. like r r like free like feeling free and looking like you're free looking like you're really enjoying yourself looking like you're really like displaying that you were really encountering God mm -hmm. like in those times and I feel like I feel like that like released some stuff in the other kids that you led worship with because after a while you were the senior and everybody else was like you know, juniors and sophomores and seventh graders and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. I just think it's really cool. Just like seeing your, I don't know, like that you're sharing, sharing about like your stage in your room. I don't know. It's like quick changes. And mm -hmm. like, I, would. <laughs> I just love that. Well, that is like ballet so too. Cool. And we did like performances at like dance class. Cause we went to Ferndale dance Academy for uh -huh. like, forever and then we would have to do like quick changes like that so i was like oh if i can incorporate this into with music while i'm singing mm -hmm. that's like a show right yeah. like, I'd be like, wow Whoa. i could do it you know yeah so it was I just fun i think that's all a part of like being a very creative person because i feel like most people i don't know i feel like you're like being that little and like 
going through and like popping that little cd in and like <laughs> it was literally like a mix susan not mixtape mm-hmm. like she like back boot, when we had she bootlegged these songs mm-hmm. off of you know like her old macbook mm-hmm. and was like in her little piano room like mixing it up and making all these yeah. all these songs on this cd and then you like turning it into like i don't know i think it's super cool and it shows like the creativeness of you because whereas some people might just like i might just hear get that and be like oh these are great songs like i love these songs and they're amazing and but you're like creating this like show in your mind you know what i mean and like you're creating this like moment where you're doing all these things and like what you could do later in life and you know and i think like later on like who knows what you're gonna do who knows if you're gonna you know go lead worship somewhere or be the manager for setting up stages or whatever it may be but you're gonna be like i remember that time in my room when i could like put this little cd in my karaoke machine i could imagine all these like a stadium full of people and like this goes here and the lights are here and everything needs to the costumes look like this and this is the layout like people have that eye not everyone has that you know what i mean so it's like it's cool to see kids when they're younger and like being able to like that's where it's starting like they're starting that then and they're starting this creative like juices and like they're they're I don't know. I can remember certain things about me that I did when I was little. And now I'm like, okay, this is what's making me do like, think the way I think. So I think it's super cool to hear that from people and like hear like what you're doing a long time ago. And it makes people feel like I'm not crazy when I used to do that. Or I did, I did that same thing. The kids have such imaginations and adults have them too, but we have to work harder to keep them. Yeah. Uh, it's important to have them. Yeah. yeah, most but most adults don't just sit around and dream about what their future is going to look like. And I wish like. more people would. Well, it's, I, it's the book that I'm reading uh, or that I just got done reading mm-hmm. by Rory Vaden. He basically is saying that you have to. You have to do yeah. that. You have to dream and use your imagination and like write it down. And like, I mean, you were storing it up in your mind and in your heart. You know what I mean? I yeah. just think that that's so cool. My uncle Jim, uh, we, we went over to their house last night. And they have, they're living at this cool little barn and it's overlooking a field and there's like some cows and dogs and all this kind of stuff. And I was talking with him and he was like, I don't know, I'm kind of, sometimes I get crazy and I'm like, I'm, I'm here and I'm like imagining all this stuff. And I was like, what I would do if I like could just like do whatever I wanted with this property. And I was sitting there listening to him and I'm like, oh my gosh, you are so creative. I wish I would think like this. Like he was in the house alone. He said when they were, they were moving some stuff and he was imagining like all of his house plans there and he was imagining like he would pour a hockey a slab so he could play hockey outside and like all these things and he's like i would put this here and this over there and i was just imagining my life here and like what it would be and he's like it's okay if it doesn't happen he was like it's so so cool if it doesn't happen but like what if it did happen or like what if i could do that and i was like you are like leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of people and like the creative like it doesn't matter if it doesn't ever happen but you're, you're just constantly like dreaming and believing that you could like something could come out of this. Something could happen. And I was so happy because I was like, you would just seem so happy because you're not just like living and like go to work. Da, 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 da. You're like, no, when I get somewhere, I'm dreaming about how this is going to look and how this could be better. Or this could be, you know, when I'm at the Starbucks drive through, how this drive through could be better and like more efficient and more this and this. And they could have more cars coming out like that stuff is super important in life or else we would never we'd all have we'd, everyone would have the same exact house. Everyone would have the same exact car and they would no, no, nothing would be any different. So I don't know. I think it's I, I want to like 
find those people and like learn from them because I'll get something out of each of them. And it's super cool. So find those people. I think you're one of those people. That's why like just hearing that, I think that's so cool. Yeah, I never knew cool. that story before. Yeah. So, so you graduate from high school. Yes. And then what happened? Then I, I worked here for about, or at Pizzaco for about, what, like six months after? Until you turned 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I moved away. I moved to Arizona in December. And then I started my journey at Hillsong College. And that was, I did that for about a year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was good experience. A good there. experience. I learned a lot, like about myself, I think, in that season mm. of my life because it was different. It wasn't what like I expected, that's for sure. But I also didn't know like I'd never been there before. I never visited, nothing like that. So like I just went there and I was like, okay, like kind of whatever happens, happens, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. I think like I learned a lot in that season just from like being in my car more than like oh. <laughs> being at school. Like yeah. honestly, I God spoke to me so many times, like just driving in my car. And I think that's where I learned a lot about like what I want to be a part of and about who I am as a person mm-hmm. and as an artist. And um, I got to do a lot of things at Hillsong. I got to be a part of a lot of different things. And I think it's, it was great and all that, but I came and then I came back here when COVID hit mm-hmm. like a little bit, a few weeks after. And I kind of went through a hard season when I came back here um, I kind of felt like I was stuck and I kind of felt like oh like what do I do now like shoot mm-hmm. I'm here now and like and I'm helping like the journey and I'm working and all that stuff but like what could possibly happen from here you know Um. but I remember this one day I was at the beach and I was sitting there in my car and I just wrote in my journal, I was like, wow, I'm sitting here at the beach. And God's here. Mm-hmm. He's here. And I was like, He's going to take care of me wherever I go. And I think that was the point that I was like, I can't be scared to dream. Mm -hmm. I can't be scared. I need to dream. It's who I am. I think that's really found out. That's where I found out that I was like, "I'm, I'm creative. It's just kind of bred into me. You know, that's who I am deep down. And like, I need to write in my journal. It helps me get get through things. I need to write music. So then I started like making music on GarageBand. And then we kind of did that for the podcast, you know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where that started. And then I was kind of just like, okay, I love doing that. I love 
making music on GarageBand. So then I just started doing that and I started putting my own lyrics to it. And I think that's kind of where I am now. And like, that's really helped me find out what I love and what I love to do, which is I love writing music and making up my own lyrics and making up my own beats that maybe don't make sense, but I love them, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm always like blown away whenever I hear anything that you do. I'm like, wow, how did she do this? And seriously, we asked, I think we asked her to make us one. And like the next day uh-huh. it was done. And, it's and the I was like, this is podcast. so good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I love that. That's so, yeah. isn't it so weird how you can grow up in a Christian school in a Christian home and it takes you till you're what, 19 years old before you realize like, oh, like for reals, God mm-hmm. is hearing for reals, yeah. like for it becomes really real because he shows up in the most simple things. Like he shows up when you're the most relaxed. Mm. You're just like, that's God. That's the Holy spirit helping me be relaxed right now when I don't know where I'm going next, but I'm going to get there somehow. And that's just with like every day, like doing your thing every day. And then God speaks to you through something or someone or something and or an idea yeah. that comes in your head randomly that you're just like, oh my gosh, that's it. Mm-hmm, that's him. That is the idea that I need to get through today. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know? That's so good. And that, I think that's what gets like creative people like going. Yeah. Is those little ideas that are like, okay, if I can create that like today or like write that down right now, I'm good mm-hmm. for right now, you know, until another idea comes in my head mm-hmm. or yeah. until I can accomplish that idea that I just came up with but yeah. you know ah, that's so weird those are like perfect words that to describe that because I, I feel like I'm the same way like I'll, I'll get a I'll get an idea and it like burns inside me until I write it down and then once I write it down I'm like okay sweet mm-hmm. and then like you kind of look at how small or big it is and you're like oh actually actually mm-hmm. I have 20 minutes I could do that right now yeah. and like you know I can write that sermon you know message mm-hmm. yeah like outline or i can just make that t-shirt really quick or i can record this somewhere for going back or whatever but that's such a that is such a creative person thing to do it's so important don't it's so cool to have our phones now where we can just pop whatever note in our little notepad if do we a want to voice, yes. a voice memo really quick i'll do that like i'll do a little voice memo sometimes yeah, and then I i'm like i lose it places yeah do you when I'm hearing, when I'm like listening to you talk, it's so funny because like you're my sister, but like we don't talk like, oh gosh, we talk all the time, but it's not like a sit down interview, like a talk like where this. I'm like, where yeah. we're talking, you know, like I don't hear this from you in a lot. And so I love this, but I'm sitting here listening and I'm like, we're, we're, we've established that you are a very creative person. So I have a question that when I was listening to you, you were talking about, okay, so you were at Hillsong and then. Now, I mean, we said you're going to BSSM, so yeah. you've already been accepted. You're going to BSSM, but there's a very short period of time in between from Hillsong going to BSSM, and it's like I think a lot of people sometimes see that as like, like, like you just made a decision fast, mm-hmm. and like you like who cares what other people think? Ex- uh, but but <laughs> sometimes you can feel crazy in yourself where you're like, oh, am yeah. I making these decisions just randomly? Are they healthy? Are they? Am I crazy? Am I at the beach and God says go to BSSM? And like to you, you that's so real, but yeah. explain that to someone else. They're not going to feel that same. They're not going to feel that same way. So it's like, do, do you ever feel like sometimes where you're like explaining something, like you're explaining that story and then it's like someone like I might be like, well, that was really fast or that was really like, mm-hmm. but to you, I was like, no, that was so long. That took forever. But like, 
I don't know how to explain it, but like, I feel like a lot of creative people, they make decisions, boom, fast. It feels fast to outside people. But to them, it was like, that was months in the making. And then once God said it, or once they had that, that idea came in the head or that, that, you know, moment, that's something you were like, I'm do I'm done. I'm doing it. That's it. I'm sold. Like on the next thing. Mm-hmm. And it looks like you're constantly hopping from thing to thing to thing to thing. But I don't see it as that either. I see it as like these little opportunities where you're growing and like moving and like pivoting and you're learning and picking things from each place that you're going. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think it's so cool to be like moving. And we kind of talked about this in our one of our episodes where kind of like with millennials working and it's kind of like people aren't doing the whole a lot of people aren't working 50 years or uh, 20 something years at their jobs or you know like the forever like they'll get that one job and then they'll never leave it you know i feel like it's the same type of thing asking questions today that sounds crazy (laughs) you know but i mean it sounds crazy to people but i feel like it all mixes together where it's like no wonder it looks crazy to people because you're literally hopping all over the place but at the same time it's like the most free and the most like growth that you will personally get I just think it's so cool. And I'm just so fascinated by it. What was your question? I don't even remember <laughs> what my question was. I was, I think I was asking you, how do you do that? Like, how do you decide? I know it's God, but like you're deciding things. And I just want to know. Like, like, what was your decision process? Like, was it really fast? Because I remember you were, you were like, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to own a coffee shop. And I was like, that's, this is just going to be the most amazing coffee shop. It's probably going to have like, art stuff all over the wall mm-hmm. and she'll have open mics and like really cool stuff going yeah. like a like an ambiance type place yeah. but um and then it was like oh suddenly you're going to bssm and i was like oh, okay sweet like yeah I'm like, i love that let's go. i just think that's cool but what what was the process like for you i think it's just i think ever since i was little i just there have been decisions in my life that i've just had to make big ones like constantly big ones joining the worship team mm-hmm. joining the journey worship team doing the flow making the album like i don't know like just so many things that have been like boom 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 and then but then the little decisions in between those big ones are like the important things you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like those set the standards for like making your big decisions and like who you find yourself to be in those little decisions help you to be confident to make the bigger ones so like Oh, wow, I love that. I think just being able to just kind of be like, okay, okay, you know, let's go. Let's do this one now. I think it's just because I've grown up knowing, like, from my parents and, like, from my siblings, you know, like, always believing in me. Hmm. So, I mean, it's easy to make a decision because I know they'll be, they got my back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, that's easy, too, where it's kind of like, I know I can go. Yeah. They don't care if I change my mind. They know who I am. You know, mm-hmm. I know who I am. The important people. I can do that, you know? And I think one thing I learned at um, the worship school, worship you, I guess, worship mm-hmm. Bethel worship school in the summer was like, I remember Dante Bo, I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, I think so. Um, he said something and I texted my family about it, but I was like, this is incredible. Like he was saying how like, ever since he was little, he like, he had to learn how to not second guess the things that God told him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of people do, unfortunately. Yeah, we do. You know, cause we think it's, oh, it's ourselves or it's someone else saying something 
to me that you know and or and he was just like no like even if I, even if i do get it wrong at least i tried to go for it right because how much would that suck if you didn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that would suck if you didn't just go for it right yeah so like i i don't know that really hit me hard and i was just like dang i gotta do that more i gotta just go for it Mm-hmm. who cares Send you know jesus you get one life i right? mean mm-hmm. you know so i don't know i think those i don't see it as like a crazy like oh i moved from here from here from here from here because i'm like mm-hmm. that's an incredible experience for me at least yeah you know you have a story to tell <laughs> yeah and it's like i can always re- look back to these things that oh when i lived in arizona i lived on my own you know yeah. with roommates but on my own and like i got i had to make these decisions i had to cut people off i had to do this and this you know because i knew it was what god wanted me to do and it was hard but like i knew that that was going to push me into my next thing mm-hmm. and we learned a lot about that when i went to bethel like the things that like god told you to get rid of are the things that are going to launch you into your next thing mm-hmm. whether you think so or not at the moment mm-hmm. he's always preparing us yeah I was, yeah, I felt that same way with you. Like, I was, like, like looking at you now and, like, knowing some of the hard decisions that you've had to make and the, the things, I'm, like, you have been catapulted into the decision, the direction that he was saying. Because yeah. I think you've, you listened to what he was saying and you actually went through with the steps he wanted you to do. Like, and I think that, like you could have gone the long way around and you still could have, you still could have ended like if you're supposed to go to BSM you're still going to go to BSSM if you're supposed to go stay at Hillsong you're you're going to stay at Hills like you're going to it's going to happen but like the choices you made you really found what he was saying and like i think it allowed you to 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 skip a few steps like a few roundabouts and you got to go like a little bit shorter i think and your head i see because of the things that you've done, like the things that you've listened, heard him, went, no, I'm not going to second guess myself. I'm myself. I'm going to actually, I know him enough to know that this is what he's saying. And even if it was crazy or even if it was, people thought it was weird or whatever, you still went for it and you didn't, you didn't look back and he's blessed you because of that and rewarded you. And I, I'm so excited to see what happens next because it's, I do think you've been catapulted and it's cool to watch. Yeah. So it does seem like a, a very natural choice. So, I mean, I'm excited about it. I, I don't at all think it seems like you're jumping around. I mean, you're 19. Yeah. Turning 20. You're turning 20 mm-hmm. in a couple months mm-hmm. and you already, I mean, like, I don't know. You're already, you're already chasing your dreams more than any other 19 year old that i know so i mean going and doing hillsong for a year learn doing what you did learning what you learned you learned what works for you you learned what doesn't work for you you know you learn more about who you are i think that sometimes the things that that we learn that are not for us are just as important if not more important because i feel like it sort of hones your focus you're like you know what you don't want and so you don't even bother you know what i mean and i'm not saying that that was that 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 was all that that's that the whole thing was like that but sometimes you know you're just you're just like i know that that's not for me sweet so now i can yeah whatever 
Um, so what what made you decide to go after worship school? Because I love worship. I know. And I love music. <laughs> and I chose... Okay, once I got to Worship You in the summer, once I got there and like one day in, like a few days in, I was like... I'm home. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. When you see those flags. It's... When you see the flags, when you drive the up to Bethel house, and you the see flags, the flags, the hill, you go, oh my gosh. Very inconvenient, no signal at the top, uh, exactly. but it's okay. The, yeah. It's all of it wrapped yeah. up. No, I just felt like I was like, I heard all these people and I was like, gosh, like, I need to get myself around these people mm. because I feel like yes. I'm being, like, I feel like I'm in my element. Yeah. And that's where, like... I can start like creating is when I'm in my element. Mm-hmm. And that's when I love creating. Cause I feel like I can do anything. Like how awesome is it to spend two weeks with four or 500 people that are like running in the same direction, mm-hmm. just like running hard towards God, running hard, hard towards their dreams. And just like everybody's, this is an investment into your future. You're 19 years old. You have known what you wanted to do for a long time, at least sort of the, a general. Yeah. And you're like every single one of these things you're investing in the next 60, 70 years of your life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I really felt like I was home there. I did. I told myself that one day I was like, gosh, like. I feel like I'm in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can just like do whatever, you know, and it felt really cool. So I loved it. It was awesome. I felt free. I felt super comfortable and like comfortable, but uncomfortable too, because I know that if I would, when I go to school, I'm going to be pushed and (laughs) I'm going to be, but I'm ready. I'm ready for that. And I'm excited because I'm, I'm ready to go into that next step. I feel like, yeah, I I read this quote today and I can't, I don't remember who it was by, but it was like, is the, the, what they were saying was like, um, when you feel like you are unsettled and like you feel out of place, like that's when you, you're, you're, it, you need to grow. Like when you feel uncomfortable and you feel like you're in the, you're not in your place and like you are this and that and you feel like, oh, it's just, there's something in me that's like getting pulled, you know, like that's like your time to grow. Mm-hmm. Your, your soul, everything is telling you that this is your time to go, to grow, find something new to love. And like, just go for it, yeah. you know, and I don't know. You're me fired it. up. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. I'm excited for your future. Me too. Everybody Thanks. that knows you knows that you're going to be successful at whatever you do. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that. I mean, all of us do. Everybody at the journey thinks you're amazing. Thanks. That's all the support you need, right? That's it. I mean, your family and your church. What else is there? there you go. <laughs> the Lord, your family, your church. What else? You no, know? and I feel really grateful that like my family is behind me too. Yeah. Because there were a lot of people at school that like were like their families were not behind them. Yeah. And that's hard. That is hard. I could not imagine. Can you imagine? Yeah. That'd be way harder to go and chase your dreams and mm-hmm. create and all that stuff with no one helping you out. Mm-hmm. You know. So. I don't know. I feel really thankful hmm. for that. So it's exciting. It is exciting. I'm excited to go 
visit you in Reading and visit Bethel. And oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hebrews. Oh, yeah, the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the flags, the prayer house, mm-hmm. the whole bit. It's an imag- It's a magical place. Mm-hmm. Anyone who tells you is not lying. Haven't been there. They haven't been there or they're <laughs> That's lying. That's what I say. Haven't been there. That is not, yeah. Because <laughs> if you've been there, you would not be safe. <laughs> uh, uh, it's crazy. I don't know what it is. I can't even explain it. It's not like it's like you walk, you don't even like, it's not like you walk in and you're like, oh, I feel so different. <laughs> but it's like, you walk in and you're just like, I'm home. Mm-hmm. I'm home. Mm-hmm. Like, hello. Every t- most of the times I've ever gone out there have been for like the le- a leader's advance, uh-huh. which is like three day intensive, just like three sessions a day. Like a- and each session is like an hour of worship, an hour of messages or whatever. I don't know. It's just so fun. I, li- I do like going over there. It, yeah. Is, yeah. it is definitely an environment, mm-hmm. which is which is exciting. Yeah. To be to be around people that are committed to like creating an environment where people can encounter God in really really powerful ways. Yeah, it's something that it's something that I'm about here too. It's kind of everything that we do is usually, you know, are with with when that's the thing that we're doing when we're putting on a you know uh, in a moment or mm-hmm. when we're putting on a Sunday service. Like how uh, is whatever we're doing creating an environment where people can encounter God powerfully mm-hmm. and have their lives change. Cause man, when you were saying earlier about like the Lord speaking stuff over you and, and Dante saying like to believe the stuff that he says, like I can think of so many words in my life that like maybe did come to me in my car or in some random place. But it's like, once you have heard that and you believe it, it's like, you know, it's going to be a part of your future. Yeah. And so then it's kind of like a, an exciting adventure to go try to figure out what that looks like and how you can partner with the Lord's word over your life. Yeah. And like once you like feel that and like, you know, that's going to be part of your future, like the decisions you the decisions you make every day, like start pushing you towards that, too. Yeah. Like you start making decisions that like position you towards that kind of future, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that's the most important. And that's the cool thing to me. Like, is that because you start making, like, decisions that help you out in that way? I don't know. And things start coming to you that's like, wait, that's going to help me towards that. Or, like, yeah. new desires come in, yeah. too, yeah. that are like, wait a minute. Like, why do I have this all of a I've sudden? Never felt that before. And then you're like, wait, this is so cool. You know, like, I want to just go after this now. And, like, I'm, I can do it. You know, yeah. like, that's what you have to tell yourself. I can do it. Because you can. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I love this. You guys make me happy. because i think so many people believe that if the lord says something then it's gonna happen and they don't have any part in it and basically what you like that whole last 30 seconds that you just said is what i spend my life trying to teach people is that he invites us into this co-laboring like he's he created you with this stuff inside of you he is awakening it and he has amazing things that he wants to do through every single one of us. I mean, every single one of us is a creative. Every single one of us is made in the image of God. Every single one of us were created by him and ha- and have his creative juices flowing through us. You know what I mean? And he has dreams for yeah. us and plans for us. Yeah. And so, yeah, just it's it's nice to to be around other people that are that understand the same thing and that and that are going after the same thing Mm -hmm. i love it yeah 
Thanks for opening up to us so much. Thanks yes. for being on the pod. It was, are we already done? We're already an Let's hour a, oh in. Oh my gosh. We are an hour that in. That flew by for like 10 minutes. I know. I wanna say, we want to talk a little bit about like the practicals of like building stuff into our lives. And I, I want to keep you on. So we should do a part two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ooh, what's going to be about? Same, like, kind of the same stuff. Okay. Yeah, but we'll just go a little more in depth than like what we want to talk about. Okay. So... You guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We kind of started off introducing Savannah and she kind of shared where she's coming from, where she where she's been and where she's going, Yeah, what she's doing. And we thank you for joining us on that. And so the next episode, we're going to get into a little bit more in depth on our topics and Mm Savannah is going to join us and she's going to share her wisdom in that, too. So make sure you join us on the next episode of... 95 95 Bellevue. Bellevue. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) That was good. Oh, God.